Presented by Syntax Advisors. Welcome to ETF TV, your insight into the world of exchange-traded funds, issuers and investments. I'm Margareta Harikova and joining me today is Anil Gelani, Head of Passive Investments and Products at BSP Mutual Funds and Deborah Fur. Thank you very much, Margareta and Debbie. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And Neil, great to see you. So SEBI has recently released a paper outlining proposed changes for ETFs and index funds. Why do you think they're doing this now? Structurally, I think in Indian context, the ETFs and index funds or the overall passive landscape has been growing very fast over the past four or five years. So as India aligns itself to withstand that kind of growth in this particular segment of the market, I believe that our capital markets regulator SEBI has come up with a very prudent set of measures addressed to about eight elements of the capital markets. So it's not just to asset management companies like us who are the manufacturers of the ETFs, but all the clearing corporations, brokers or secondary market intermediaries, stock exchanges, registrar and transfer agents. So it has in one shot covered the entire framework or the entire ecosystem of ETFs and index funds together. This kind of a very robust regulatory framework will go a very long way in ensuring we have a good robust growth. The CFA Society published a paper on the ETF industry in India. When was the first ETF listed in India and what is the current landscape for ETFs? At CFA Society India, just to highlight, I'm associated in volunteer capacity as a board member. So I remember very distinctly, 2001 was the first ETF launched in India. Very small ETF it was at that point of time and the whole concept of pooled vehicles like mutual fund itself was new at that point of time in India, relatively new. And within that ETF was even more alien concept. The first ETF in 2001 was a plain vanilla ETF on an equity index, one of India's bellwether indices called Nifty. And after that, many other indices and ETFs and index funds got launched. Today, world over, if we look at professionally managed assets under management, is close to about $105 trillion. From this $105 trillion, close to about 11% is into ETF and index funds. In India, out of our $500 billion worth of total assets under management, we have about $67 billion in ETFs and index funds. So it's close to about 13% of the total assets under management by ETFs and index funds. Can you summarize the changes that SEBI is proposing in the paper? The circular is focusing on four key pillars. So the first and foremost part of the circular I'll try to touch upon is about fixed income side that index funds and ETFs often are considered a little bit complex because there is a lot of risk-based optimization rather than full replication of the portfolios by the portfolio manager. So SEBI in this circular has come out with very prudent guidelines and a very robust framework around which replication and optimization will work for the fixed income ETFs. And one more very important thing is that they have classified fixed income ETFs and index funds separately for the purposes of tracking error and tracking difference. Earlier, there was a very broad band for tracking error covering both equity and fixed income. Now they have segregated the two. Recognizing that in fixed income, you should ideally not have too much of divergence and you should have much more narrower bands. Second pillar of the circular is about, let's say, equity ETFs. It is mandated that on a daily basis, each and every fund has to disclose the tracking error on the website so that investors and advisors can easily track it and analyze it for their analytics. The third pillar is about the market maker ecosystem. So this was a very big thing which a lot of us as market practitioners were trying to get implemented. 
in many global markets there are various laws regulations around it so now the onus is cast upon us as manufacturers or fund portfolio managers that we need to appoint minimum two market makers for our etfs earlier it was said okay you need to have a market maker of course as a prudent practice let's say we at dsp we had got multiple market makers most of the players would have but now it's cast in stone that minimum two market makers you should have last and the fourth pillar is about investors and how investors gain access to the etfs and index funds so in most of the global markets now investor cannot directly come to the fund house it's only aps authorized participants or market makers who can come to the fund house for creating units or extinguishing units now in indian market also they have kept a much more higher threshold of in indian rupee term about 25 crores which translates to roughly about 3.25 million dollars below that threshold all trades compulsorily have to be routed through the stock exchange so this will ensure investors get more easy access to the exchange mechanism better price discovery and higher level of transparency anil thank you for joining us thank you thank you to our sponsors simpex advisors and to all of you for watching to watch prior episodes and to see news from the etf industry visit us at etftv.net thank you etftv news does not provide investment advice nor recommend products